Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today, we are covering As Above, So Below. But before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. Ah, am using my Please Don't Kill Me mug on our teespring. Um, I am drinking the Republic of Tea Earl Grayer Tea, which the caffeine's starting to kick in. And it's got black tea leaves and bergamot oil, as is... <laughs> Typical with Earl Grey. Yep. And I am drinking Republic of Tea's Rest Tea. And it has organic chamomile, organic lemon balm, organic passion flower, organic licorice root, natural creamy vanilla or French vanilla flavor, and organic lavender. And those are definitely starting to kick in because I am ready for a nap. And thank you so much to the Republic of Tea for allowing us to continue to do what we love. And for our tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. So for the summary, she is following her father's footsteps with trying to find the Philosopher's Stone. Mm -hmm. Um, and they talk about like Nicholas Flamel and all of that and kind of like give you the alchemy mythos, um, that we've, we've, a lot of us have heard before mm-hmm. and, um, they decide, they figure out that it's probably in the catacombs in like a, a secret or like well-hidden, um, pathway. And so they take a party that is familiar with the catacombs through and weird stuff starts happening and it just gets weirder and weirder. People start dying and yeah. Yep. So for entertainment, (laughs) I'm so good at summaries. (laughs) This is fine. (laughs) So I will say... This is one of those types of movies where if you're just watching at surface level and you're not really paying attention to it, it doesn't appear to be that great of a found footage film. Because I had watched it for the first time. I had slept. Uh, Took in a small uh, couple of micro naps while I was watching it. Because it is a little bit slower. And I thought, I was like, wow, this is a really terrible movie. But I had stumbled upon, is like a video that was like, oh, why this is the best found footage movie. I'm like, what? What the heck? And they kind of like gave a better explanation on how this movie is actually known as like a modern, modernized version of Dante's Inferno mixed with a lot of like uh, alchemy uh, history Mm -hmm. and and um, that kind of like mythos. And uh, re-watching the movie since that, it has allowed me to appreciate it a lot more. And it's like, I like how the movie starts off with giving you a strong sense of motivation for the character. Like, how did I describe it? Yeah, I said, it's like national treasure combined with the descent. 
where um, it's like, oh, this means this thing, this thing, this thing. But then you have that creepy, like, as they're descending down, it's just like it, things get worse and worse and worse. But it, it's like it definitely instead of feeling like a, a horror found footage, it almost feels like an adventure that they're going on. Almost. But I will say the fact that it is a found footage film, I don't completely understand why they did it that way. Like, on the one hand, it is unique that they had the different head cams, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I feel like it would have been just as good of a movie, if not slightly better in quality, if they had just, like, not made it a found footage movie. Like, keep the same, like, storyline, but just have, like, your actual like cinematic filming technique Mm -hmm. um and it probably would have helped a few of the the scenes deeper in the catacombs make a little bit more sense because sometimes whenever the people are like moving their heads and there's that shakiness it's hard to gather it's hard to orient yourself Mm -hmm. on like where they are and what's going on i feel like they were trying to play into the um, the labyrinth that is the catacombs by doing that. Yeah. And it, it definitely mm-hmm. does help make it feel uh, easy to be lost in mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. But Everything I pers- looks the same. <laughs> yeah. But I personally would have really loved to see a version of the film that is not like found footage yeah. based. Um, but I think it also came out around the same time as it was really, really big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is why I feel like this movie gets lost pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. But it really is, I mean, it's not everybody's type of movie. It's a slow burn type of movie, but everything, like, if you pay attention, everything that is shown is intentional. And, so it's like uh, you, you feel like you get a lot of reward for paying attention and then later on because, you know, they, they play on the elements of like as above, so below. So it's like if you pay attention to what happens in the first like half of the movie as they go into the second half, you're like, oh, that relates to that and that relates to that. So that's that uh, makes it fun to watch and like be able to like coordinate I did think, like, some of the things that they had to do to make it through the cave, like the rectifying um, through their sins or whatever, that was pretty interesting. Um, Also, like, the puzzles to get, like, through. And the fact that it's like, oh, we're really deep in the cave. We're so deep that now we have to keep going deeper in order to surface up, which... In my mind, I'm like, well, what if the surface that you go to is not actually the surface that you came from? What if it's like an alternative universe or whatever? Like, (laughs) that's literally what I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) But this this movie, just so y'all know, we don't actually show each other our notebooks before we record these. Yeah. It's like sometimes we'll pass like a little bit of yeah. our thoughts, but we don't but we really don't, go into it until... We don't like trade notebooks and talk thoroughly in depth before each of these, so... Yeah. <laughs> Which is why our episodes are hit or miss in quality. Well, but <laughs> some of them are a bit chaotic. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but 
<laughs> they keep going deeper. Yes. And, like, this movie isn't inherently scary, but definitely has some, like, creepy parts to it. It has a lot of intensity. Yes. Yeah. A lot of tension, a lot of creep factor. Like, the piano mm-hmm. that is, like, randomly there with the same note. That mm-hmm. So, it's it's more psychological than jump scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. But, overall... Like I said, it's not a movie for everybody, but I really enjoy it. And if you like the movies where if you pay attention to it, you kind of get that feedback. And honestly, I've watched it multiple times. And each time I watch it, I've noticed something additional that I didn't notice before. And maybe it's because I'm not super observant. But <laughs> but either way, uh, possibility. I think it's worth <laughs> at least one watch. Um, so... Oh, wait, did I even say my rating? I don't think you did. Oopsies. Oopsie poopsies. I'd rate it as a 7.5. Because it's like, it doesn't deserve to be down with, like, Child's Play and... I forgot what the other 7.25 was. Um, Oh, Hell House LLC Mm 2. Like, it doesn't deserve to be in that tier. But it definitely doesn't deserve to be higher than a 7.5 because... It's not, like, a go-to movie that I go to all the time. It's like, I have to I, I have to be in the mood to want to pay attention rather than zone out. Yeah. Watch it. So, I also like this movie. Um, but I feel like it's the kind of movie that I almost have to be in the mood for. And if I'm in the mood to watch it, then, yeah, this is a good movie and I enjoy it. If I'm not really in the mood to watch it, then it's just kind of, eh. So, it's kind of hard to rate in that regard. Um, I think I'm going to give it a 7, though. Because all around, like, when, when I do want to watch it, I'm engrossed in it. And I'm paying attention. And I'm finding things that I didn't notice on previous viewings so like this time around i noticed mouths in the the stone when you see her trying to get free from the noose oh Mm -hmm. oh i had to back it up i'm like wait a minute (laughs) were those mouths Hmm. yeah yeah they were mouths you can see teeth (laughs) (laughs) yeah And it was almost like they were kind of mocking her. Um, hmm. So that was that was interesting. Um, I do have questions after viewing it a few times, like I do with every movie ever. <laughs> but on the whole, it's an interesting take on the Inferno, and it's it's definitely an adventure that they go on. So it's it's interesting how they perceive their faults or sins come back to haunt them. And how they were in that mess because she was so stubborn. <laughs> Which, relatable. <laughs> Speaking as one who is extremely stubborn as well. Mm-hmm. So, 
we create more trouble for ourselves. Yep. This is fine. <laughs> but it is interesting to watch. Um, I feel like it's better if you watch it with someone else. Yeah. Obviously, with all the lights out. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you're watching it with someone mm-hmm. else and you're discussing it, yes. it can help you get a little bit more out of it. It it can be a very deep movie. It just doesn't seem like it on a first pass. Yeah. Yep. So. It's um, like surface level, have to, just man, but deep. You have to dig into it a little yeah. bit. So, I know that's not everyone's cup of tea to watch a movie like that where they have to dig into it get really into the meat (laughs) to really enjoy it um but this one is worth it yeah that's what i got for entertainment we'll get to realism where some of it just kind of irks me but (laughs) was like realism is pretty tough Mm mm-hmm Because it's a mixed bag, really, where there are some things that I can see are realistic and, like, some of their reactions. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, at first they kind of play it off as more realistic because they're talking about, like, um, controlling their resources and stuff like that. But then it doesn't stay consistent with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, the the one thing that really irked me is like, oh, we gotta save the batteries, and the next scene, they're all they all have their headlamps, and they on. all continue to use their headlamps even when there are things hunting them. Yeah, yeah, and that's a part of the thing that I'm like, well, that that's the one fault of it being mm-hmm. a found footage film. Is you have to have a level of like light and stuff for mm-hmm. for you to see the film, but if they would have just had the characters like freak out, turn out the light, and just kind of like breathe in dark, but then actually have like a cinematic like camera moment, mm-hmm. that would have been uh, or use night vision. Yeah, yeah. Like if they absolutely have to keep using the cameras, have a night vision setting. Yeah. So. Yeah. So the audience can still see what's hunting them in the dark, but the characters don't necessarily know it. Yeah. Um, but, like, the... On the one hand, Benji freaking out about being in a tight space was pretty realistic, because I've, I've had that type of reaction before, um, being in a tight space. That's how I I, I didn't know what that was until I was a dumb kid and decided to squeeze in a super small space. And then I'm like, why am I panicking? (laughs) Uh, I did this to myself. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, uh, but it's like at the same time, if Benji is that scared of tight spaces, why would he go into the catacombs with them? That seems like a major flaw in his choice because like i understand movies got a movie and he was making a documentary yeah it's like i understand on the one hand you know if he's like oh we're going into the catacombs and there's plenty of walking space but it's like they implied very heavily 
before they even went in that they're going to go in areas that no one has ever been before. And it's like, if you don't, if you are claustrophobic and you don't know what to expect, ah, just, mm, mm. but, um, realism's tough. Um, I would say like a, a 2.5. Like it's not in, in a lot of areas, it's not absolutely ridiculous, but in other ways you're like, why? Um, especially like as they're going down, some of their choices is just, yeah. And also how much freaking rope did they bring with them? Yeah. Like what? And then they and they're in there for a really long time and you don't really see them like drinking water or eating or or even talking about being concerned of like, well, we need to start uh, rationing. Exactly, exactly. Like they talk about the batteries, but then they continue to use the batteries, mm-hmm. but then they don't talk about anything else. I think it was supposed to all have happened in one day. Yeah, but it's like whenever you're, whenever they're trapped in an area that they've never been to, they don't know how deep they have to go to go back out. Mm -hmm. It's like you need to be in emergency mode at that moment. The Mm -hmm. second where all uncertain or all certainty goes out the window, you need to start planning for the worst case scenario. So that way you're not like three days in and you're like, crap, we ran out of food and you're in there for another week or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I agree. This one was difficult to rate as well, just because you have to like set aside some allowances because they're supposedly in hell. Um, also, there's a philosopher's stone and she somehow gains supernatural powers. Yeah, I was saying all that to the side. I was more thinking yeah. of like their the choices and reactions. I don't know. I I don't think I can forgive the the uh, she gains powers and can use them immediately kind of thing. That I, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> I'm not buying it. So I'm gonna give it a two. I'm gonna give it a two. I I don't understand why when she heard about the place in Iran or Iran or however you want to pronounce it, I've heard it multiple ways, um, about the potential rose stone for the translations. Oh, that stressed me why out. Why didn't the guy that told her about it just send her pictures? Like, she could have told him, there's something else there, they're going to be wrecking it anyway, break through, and send me whatever you find in there. But instead, he's like, oh, let me lead you to it, and, oh, we should leave. Also, when you enter this area illegally, then the penalty is death, so don't get caught. (laughs) And don't stay in there too long, because you might also die. Yeah, because they're going to blow up the tunnels yeah well she is very lucky Mm -hmm. she made it out because she (sighs) 
I also didn't understand why when the caves were exploding, she saw her father hanging. Like, it wasn't exactly a hallucination because it was on the camera. Yeah. And then also... It... She wasn't going through the trials or anything yeah. yet at that point. Exactly. So if that was, if that scene was more from like a cinematic standpoint instead of found footage, then that would have made a bit more sense. She's so stressed out, she's hallucinating kind of thing. Yeah. But because it was like in the camera view of found footage, it just seemed very out of place, especially at that point in the movie. Yeah. It made more sense when they were actually going through the trials and the different circles of hell and things, but not in the very beginning there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, the... <laughs> I, I did love, honestly, the chaotic good of the guy breaking into different places to fix them. <laughs> Like, normally when people break into places, it's just to see if they can or to take stuff or generally cause havoc. But he goes into different places to fix stuff. Yeah, and it's like, like what what do you do? It's like, we're arresting you for the crime of breaking and entering, but you also fix the spell that that hasn't worked for over 200 years. Like, what what do you do? (laughs) Yeah. So it it causes confusion, of course, but people are mostly happy, so... (laughs) And um, I I find it very, very interesting. It was big movies got a movie moments when they keep saying, you know, if if the police catch us down here with this stuff, we're screwed. And, like, I'm, I'm only walking you down there, but that's it. Like, I was just going to be your translator. Oh, yeah. I'm only walking you to the place where even the entrance, if you get caught at the entrance by the police, you're getting charged with trespassing or something of the like. But I'll go ahead and walk you there. Yeah. When he is upset about getting arrested in Turkey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And adamant about, I'm not going down there. Then Mm -hmm. why not just say bye at the van? Yeah. Bye, have fun, good luck at the van. (laughs) Yeah. It was definitely a movie's got a movie moment that didn't necessarily need to happen. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Another movie's got a movie moment is when they're talking about the, the... uh, the mole. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, something's wrong with him. And proceed to get closer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he could kill one of them and then run off and then he was no longer a problem. Like, we never see from him, see anything from him again. Yeah, it's so weird. It's like, they talk about him, and but no sign. And then he appears. Yeah. And then he's in there for a little bit. He's, then he causes chaos. And he's he kind of their guide at first, leading them into the, the trials itself once they cross mm, the threshold. So, yeah. But then afterward, he kills one of them and then leaves. <laughs> And then he's no longer a problem. They don't see him. They don't hear from him. He doesn't call. He doesn't write. Like, (laughs) 
he's no longer a problem. No Pasco. Yeah. Um, I also want to know why in these catacombs there are so many femurs. Mm. There's like no other bones. I saw maybe one skull. And pretty much all of the other bones were leg bones. It was just femurs. That's very true. Like, I get that that's one of the most recognizable kind of bones. But there were millions of corpses. Yeah, because I forgot the catacombs were built because of the Black Death, right? Pretty they sure. It was a place to... Thousands put- upon thousands of bodies. Just bones. Yeah. Bones. And they so, tetris them together. Yes. So there should have been some variety of said bones. Of rib cages and phalanges and metacarsal or metatarsals, metacarsals. Probably saying that wrong. But <laughs> skulls. <laughs> like there, there should have been all kinds of different bones and really like probably about 98% maybe a bit more were femurs <laughs> maybe it's the hardiest of bones <laughs> they are they are well, I know as far as like but I, sorry I mean like decomposition wise because I know they're they're like the hardest bones to break. Yes, but the other bones should still be there. Yeah. I was just so. like, yeah. But yeah, um, again, I I call BS on her gaining powers. <laughs> the, I know they're trying to drive home the the as I believe it to be so it is kind of thing for alchemy but it just no (laughs) like the whole point they had talked a lot actually about the stone and how difficult it was to make and how it could do things that would normally otherwise be impossible but many alchemists tried to create that stone and Nicholas Flamel was the only one that supposedly had succeeded. So if you're going to have it be about a stone, be about a stone. Don't be like, oh, the power was inside her all along. No, that's like Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. <laughs> um. So, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, they... They did make a point toward the beginning of the movie with Latope saying you have to go down to get out. So they keep going down and then they end up right side up <laughs> on the surface. So it does make me wonder if they really made it out or if they're in some new reality where they're potentially doppelgangers. And they're other versions of themselves in this place. Yeah, because it's like, what if there's literally, like, mm-hmm. the surface Paris, and they came out, and the, like, the center of the Earth bottom Paris. It's like, yeah. Just almost like um, us. 
Yes. How there's just a, a parallel there, and there are other versions of them, and this reality is just slightly off kilter. Yeah, because it's so. like, I remember the first time I watched that movie when they first came up, I was like, I'm not sure this is a happy ending for them. I, like, don't, I don't know if this is a good thing. Yeah. Did they actually escape, or is this a new level of hell? Yeah. <laughs> But I guess, you know, with the interview and stuff, they kind of established that, like, everything's fine. But cause I, I th- mean, that was supposed to have been before they even went down there. Okay. I was... Con- they just spliced I didn't know it, it in. Okay. I, I didn't know if it was a cutback or... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. They spliced it in. Also, I feel like they were reaching with some of the quote-unquote sins... Because they did say they were sins that they had to rectify in order to get through it and come out alive. (laughs) So, I feel like they were reaching with the sins there with George. He was a kid in an unfamiliar environment in a high stress situation and he got lost, which... The odds were kind of against him on that one. Like, yeah, <laughs> it makes sense that he would have gotten lost and it wouldn't have been his fault. He did the best he could. He did try. It's not his fault that he got lost. It's unfortunate, but it's not his fault. I understand um, Zed's. Yes, that I would consider a sin. You know, you know that that kid is yours and you don't acknowledge them you deny them yeah that one makes sense but the girl's sin quote-unquote was not picking up the phone what if she was in a situation where she couldn't really pick up the phone or she was exhausted and thought i'll call him tomorrow like it's not she had no way of knowing that he was going to kill himself yeah and she has no control over someone else's actions. Yep. So, I wouldn't necessarily call that a sin. Again, I would say it's extremely unfortunate and very sad. It's like I but could, it's not her fault. Yeah, it's like I can 100% get why she would potentially blame herself. But in actuality, it yeah, she... It absolutely had nothing to do with her not picking up the phone. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't really count that as a sin. So I feel like they were reaching for a couple of those. And we don't necessarily know what happened with the the car fire. (laughs) So we can't say either way there. Yeah. That was pretty decisive, too, of a death. And it's like, in cases like that, it's, it's difficult for a movie like this to create that balance of having likable characters that have done something really terrible. Mm -hmm. So I think they erred on the side of caution and leaned on more likable characters and had the sins like less like terrible or whatever. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, that meant that it's like, what sins are you uh, repenting for? Yeah. It, it just didn't make as much sense there. Yeah. So. But that's what I got. Yeah, like, overall, like I said, I don't... 
I completely can see that this movie is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I think um, if you enjoy, like, deeper level movies, then you'll you'll probably get some enjoyment on this. Oh, uh, sorry. Huh? Sorry. Um, one more thing. Yeah. When George got his throat bitten into, he would have bled out before she was able to come back to save him. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. About 90% sure of that. Yep. Sorry, continue. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like I still like I can see where found footage makes sense in some places in the movie, but other times I'm like, mm, I kind of wish that they would have gone with a normal cinematic movie. But overall, I I think it's worth a watch. Definitely. So, but thank you for joining us today, and let us know what you thought of the movie. And if you'd like to recommend a movie game or tea, uh, you can leave us a comment or join our Discord server. And if you'd like to keep up to date with our content, you can find our link tree listed below. If you'd like to support us monetarily, we have a Teespring and a PayPal donate button, or we have our affiliate link with Republic of Tea available. It does not affect the price of the tea, it just allows us to continue to do what we love. You can find all of the sites mentioned linked below. But until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye. Bye.